This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about all the joys and pains that are the martial art of Aikido. I am your host, one of your, <laughs> one of your three hosts, Christopher Hyde, and with me today is Joshua T. Uh, of uh, Aikido of Fresno. Guest star. Guest star. The other guest star. I was just going to say that uh, every week the intro gets a little more theatrical. It does. You he know? Like, leans closer and closer to the mic and he's like, you're regular weekly yeah, Aikido. Yeah. So this was the pinnacle of I'm into it. I'll tell you another thing too. When I'm I edit it. this, when I edit this, because the beginning of it is the loudest thing, I can always uh, set all the yeah, rest yeah, of the, yeah. the, the, levels. the levels off of that. So I really enjoy that. Because it's just like when it comes on, it's the first thing. Right. Never mind. Boom. You're a nerd. This is, this is techie stuff. Other people who have podcasts are like right now going, oh yeah, like, I, don't yeah. Know, I understand Holla that completely. Me, <laughs> so right now we're making spaghetti in the kitchen. Josh yeah. is on his lunch break. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah. I'm having wine. Yeah. Chris is having wine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we're just going to go at it tonight and just talk about, keep it personal, as it were, and talk yeah. about some some moments that we've had, what I think are kind of universal moments that people have when they're, they're beginning and then getting into um, studying Aikido. And so I thought one of, a good one, I thought, was, you know, when was the moment that it went from being this thing that you were doing on occasion to being like a lifestyle now i'm studying uh, now now i'm in it now i am when'd you get hooked when'd you get hooked when'd you get hooked hooked? yeah now i'm now i'm listening to podcasts and scouring the internet uh watching videos Right. Um, you know, talking to my friends about it, they're like, "Why are you always right. in class? Right. What are you doing?" Jonesing uh, right. every time I can't make it to class. When's the first things. time you had to defend doing Aikido? Oh man, oh that's actually that's a, a good really one too. good. Well, we'll just wrap that all. So uh, yeah, look, so, mom, <laughs> I like it. Right. <laughs> Why are you going? Yeah, everyone's had that experience. We have a guy who trains. His name's uh, Roger, and we always joke. Uh, about uh, how his wife thinks it's some kind of cult. cult, And uh, I don't know if that's actually true or not, like how that got stuck, but anyway, we joke about it. So I will throw that out there. I have very clearly in my mind, we did a little pregame, and so, uh, but if you, one of you guys wants to jump in and like, what was the, when was the moment when it was like, oh, I'm, this is it. I think Chris should go. I'm over here making spaghetti. I'll make the spaghetti. You, you, you tell the story. <laughs> oh, you tell the story. I don't know what's they, they, they set it up like I have a great story. Like, I don't know. If I'm just. You're the teacher. I assume you would have a great story. Well, my story is so like, you know, I've done martial arts my entire life. Like I did, uh, I did Kung Fu when I was a kid. I've read everything I could read when I was little about martial arts. And, um. So it wasn't really anything new for you. No, you know, I really liked martial arts, and and I kind of had the idea going into Aikido that I probably wanted to teach martial arts at some point in my life. But Aikido is the first martial art I got really serious about. Um, I remember this moment that uh, we were doing Shionage in class, and, um, uh, you know, that's the four direction throw. Yeah, the four direction throw, for those who don't know. Um, uh, And... uh, 
uh, I was rolling out of the Shionage, you know, when people would do the Shionage. And you know, I've always been kind of athletic. And so it's just, you know, people do Shionage. And I don't know any better. I'm just rolling out of the Shionage. And then the teacher came over and did a Shionage. And I was just like trapped by the Shionage. You know, like I couldn't, couldn't roll out of it. And I remember really at that moment being like, man, this is super awesome. Like this guy can do it in a way that I can't get out of it. You know, like, because like to me, you know, it was natural to be athletically inclined and just be like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. I can do this. But like he did it in a way that I couldn't use that. And that seemed really cool to me. Um, there are lots of moments though, you know, where <clears throat> it's like, oh, it's really clear that I'm, I'm really involved in this now, you know? Um, so it, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good story about it because it's my, so much of my life's been right. martial arts right. that it's like, yeah, I just, I love right. them. So it was a really slow burn for you. It's a slow burn. And there's probably like, you know, it probably still happens all the time. Every, you know, I mean, I still get flashes all the time where it's like, oh, this is why I, why I like this thing. But, yeah. um, I remember one time coming into class, uh, I was coming into morning class with Joseph Shelley. Uh, shout out to Joseph Shelley, head of uh, Fudoshin Dojo in San Francisco. Um, I was coming into class and, and Joseph was there and it was the morning class, you know. And uh, uh, he's kind of had this look on his face and I was like, oh, a hard morning. And he's like, yeah, um, but you know, like I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. So I might as well get used to it and come in. And um, when he said that at that moment to me, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. You know, like it was a real... You know, I'm like 21 or whatever, and I'm like, whoa. I already knew at that point. It's like, oh, man, this is like a big commitment. You know, I'm going to be doing this forever. Um, and I just remember that moment as being a real crystal clear moment of like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this now. All right. Josh, what about you? So. No, it, uh, it was so 1946. I told, the, I told the, the, I told you guys this, and um, it kind of sounds too, but like, from good, the, the first, literally, almost the first moment, the first class, it was like I kind of just, like, was hooked. We, uh, so, um, I've known Chris for a, a long time, and uh, he had, uh, he had gone uh, to L.A. to do some training, and he had come back, and so he uh, was, uh, started teaching in his garage, his backyard in his garage. And um, he, every time I would see him, it would be like, hey, you should come try Aikido. And I think, and you may correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was doing this with everyone that he knew. Like he was like Not saying. Like everyone, like, <laughs> but the people that I thought. So, so, uh, but he, so every time I saw him, he'd be like, hey, you should come, uh, you should come try Aikido. I think you'll like it. You should. And so after, I don't know, however long of this, I could finally, it was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm going to come try. So I came in the first class first night i remember uh there was someone was taking a test and so your first class uh, was a test first class was a test night yeah so we may have run through some you know warm-ups or whatever but then we got into the test and um at one point you know uh, i got called up to to be an uk and you know um all that stuff and so i was able to see like a lot of what was happening you got a really good within the you. within the first you know hour or whatever of class, um, and I left and uh, it was like that was enough. And then I started, I think, pretty much coming as often as I could after that. I mean, it was just that was enough for me to go. Oh yeah, this is I'm interested in this, you know. 
How was that? Taking... So I started coming back, and you know. How was that taking of Kemi your first time ever? Oh, it was. Test? It was ridiculous. Like I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know anything, you know. But um, you know, you just go and you you do your best, and 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 there it is. You said something that I thought was always really interesting with that, which was um, that you were working out on your own all the time, and you just oh, kind of yeah, started to right. feel like. It was vanity shit, you know? It was like, why do I work out? Right. And then so Aikido kind of gave you some, it was like, oh no, I, I get in shape so I can do this thing that I like. So that, yeah, so that was really like the, like, fairly quickly as as I started doing it. And I mean, that was actually the, the reasoning that I gave myself. Because yeah, I had been, you know, I don't know, I was running and doing other stuff all the time on my own. Um and it really did just feel like vanity stuff. It felt like, ah, oh, well, what am I doing this for? I don't know, look good or whatever, which is, you know, hey. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. <laughs> but I felt like I, I, I wanted something more, and so this really did, like, play into that because it allowed me to be physical and to be active and to, you know, really be working for something. So, um, but then I remembered that when I, I knew that Aikido was a thing that I wanted to do, like I really wanted to do when I started having to give up other things for it. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I'm a, I'm a person. First marriage. Yeah, my first, yeah. Wait. <laughs> no. That, <laughs> Tell me more. But uh, no, so, you know, I, I'm a person who's active, right? Like I'm, a, I have things my days are taken up, right? Like, my time is taken There's not a lot of Why time. Why on a lunch break you're making a right. podcast while we eat? That's exactly He's right. I, I am the type of person who will, uh, while I'm Would on, on my lunch break, um, take time to come and do a podcast just because that, that, that's what I care about. So, um, I remember I, had, I was on a bowling league Several bowling leagues, as I said. I was on a bowling league, uh, so I bowled two times a, a week um, on a Tuesday and on a Thursday, and then every other day I was I was doing Aikido. And there came a point where I realized, like, I, I want to do Aikido more. I'm going to have to give up bowling. This is a big deal. See, most uh, people don't get this. Right, They're like, no. oh, who gives a shit? Josh's whole family, his brother's yeah. on the PBA. Josh's whole family's into bowling. Like, it's so, serious shit in Josh's family. Yeah, so, and I had been bowling on this team with these old dudes uh, for a long time, you know? And so, it, it it was a big deal in that, like, I had to also go and tell these guys, like, explain to these guys, like, oh, yeah, I'm studying a, I'm, I'm studying a martial art, so I can't be on your team anymore, you know? <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and they were like, what do you say, Aikido? What was that, ballet? ballet? What are you doing, you know? What is that, ballet? Well, I mean, really, that was the, that was the, that was the response. So, um, but that was when I, I knew that, like, okay, this it was going to be something more. I was beginning to make choices um, that, that, led me to be able to do this more often. And, and it's still, um, you know, it's still that way. There's a lot of things where it's like, ah, I got to make a choice. Am I going to do this tonight or am, am I going to do this it's, tonight? There's so. always choices, yeah. Um, we all make choices. And most of the time, if I can help it, my choice is going to be uh, is going to be Aikido. So that's how I sort of knew. So it was really love at first sight for you. It was, uh, yeah, kind of. Um, that's sweet. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> well, and so now, now you have to share though. <laughs> yeah, now it's your that's, turn. That's how it works. You gotta put everyone else on the spot. 
I guess for me it was like a combination of both of your guys' experiences. Because um, for, for me, I started Aikido when I was in fifth grade, I guess. So I was like nine years old. Um, I was a small fifth grader. If we're making uh, eating sounds. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're eating. Sorry. There's eating happening. So awesome I, spaghetti. Yeah, well, not everyone's into the mouth sounds. That's not there. Right, right. So if, you, if, that, if uh, you're not into it, what is it? ASMR. If you're an ASMR mouth sounder, this episode's can, for you. Put on your headphones, sit back, and relax. I hope we're triggering it. ASMR. 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 If you don't know what that is, look yeah, it up. It's a wild ride. Yeah. Fall down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> That's your whole night gone. Anyway. Um. So anyway, like. Keeping on track. So I started when I was a kid. So for me, it wasn't. There was never like a. A moment that I was like I'm gonna be doing this for the rest of my life but I think it was kind of more like it slowly kind of weaseled its, its way into being something that I just always do because um, at first you know it was like oh my parents started me in, in this and and I did not like it I don't think I ever had a time where I, I disliked it because um, I think a lot of kids go through that where their parents make them right. do something. And they're and like, oh. And, and though overall they're thankful. I don't want to play piano. Right. <laughs> I played piano also. <laughs> I think there was times that I actively did dislike that. Um, more because I didn't like to practice. Um, but uh, I, I think, you know, yeah, it was, it was like I, I did Aikido. I did piano lessons. I, I did choir and all these other things. And so it was one of my things that I just did, you know. And, it, like, it was just kind of like, yeah, it just kind of one of the things I did. Um, and I think for me, like, I always kind of just, at some point, just was like, oh, yeah, I'm just, this is something that I'm just going to do, you know? Um, like, it, it just, it's, it, after a point, it was ubiquitous, you know, because by the time I graduated high school, I'd been doing it for eight years, you know, so it was kind of like, I kind of don't remember a time that I didn't do it. Did you ever think, like, oh, maybe when I go to college, I just won't? Dead. No. No, she asked for a list of schools when she went to college. Yeah. And, and so, like, it... Yeah, that was the, that's the thing is, like, I never was like, I'm not going to do it. It was just like, I, I'm going, you know, I, I've always enjoyed singing a lot. And so that was something, you know, I was like, I'm going to go find some sort of singing group, whether it's, you know, acapella or, you know, choir or whatever the case. And it was the same with Aikido. It was like, I'm going to, I'm going to find something. I'm going to find some sort of class. And, you know, so for me, it was like, at that point, I think the realization that I'm going to continue doing this as long as I, there's somewhere to go with it then I will. Um, and you know, in college it was kind of like, it definitely wasn't my first priority. It was um, back burner. It was it. definitely a back burner thing because I was more into doing acapella and a bunch of other things. Drugs. Dr yeah. Ah, I got deep beer. into drugs. She's <laughs> doing that beer. She's hooked on that beer. <laughs> no, I don't honestly, know. I assume that. Honestly, I was an acapella nerd. <laughs> so, okay. not All right, all right. Sorry to disappoint. We believe you. I yeah. know your mom listens. You see Santa Barbara. <clears throat> <laughs> Party school. Um, but no, I think like not until I've come back from college has it really been like front burner. Not right, back burner. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for lack yeah. of a better word, like I think it's it's always been a, it's always been a, like it's always been part of my life. But I think now especially it's been like this is important to me. And just like Josh was saying, I was thinking about it earlier as I was like trying to figure out what I was going to say, you know, and, and, uh, really recently, actually, it's, it's something that's kind of been like hard to explain to people because 
when I got back, you know, I, I, I like to have hobbies. I like to fill my nights with things. And, um, huh. you know, I joined a... <laughs> interesting. That's, that's weird. Now. That's weird. We're all, the, we all, we're all similar. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I joined a, a women's course and, and I, you know, do Aikido and stuff. And for a while that was working. But after a point, like, I was like, I just don't have enough time to do this. And I... It wasn't exactly what I was looking for in terms of the kind of group that I wanted. But I... So I just kind of... I ended up dropping that. And so that I could do class as much as I possibly could. Um, the course. Yeah, yeah the course. I ended up dropping, sorry, course, to make that clear, yeah. I ended up dropping the course so that I could do Aikido as much as I possibly could. So, you know a lot of Aikido people, Chris. Yeah. Is this like a normal uh, kind of thing for people who are like really, for the for the people who are really into it? Because, you know, looking around our dojo and seeing the kind of, of, of people that show up on a, on a regular basis, it kind of feels, for the most part, oh yeah, that we're all kind of we have similar uh, drives and similar like uh, <clears throat> brain workings that yeah. make it so that like uh, I don't want to say obsessive, but maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, down I think, that road, I think you get the the rough kind of personality that's like I want to do stuff, right? You know, so we all like to do stuff, right? And so it's like you know everyone in the dojo who's dojo regular people. Man, they all have six million things going. You know, they're part yeah. of this group and this club, and they help this and they do that. And so that's just like when you get involved in martial arts, you're going to be a person who likes to do stuff because right. you know because it's a it, an active yeah, yeah and it yeah, takes yeah. it takes a lot of work. Um, Aikido people also tend to be the same kind of people. So like in my experience, most Aikido people are musicians, artists, thinkers, feelers, empathetic. Like, that's what drew you to, to Aikido, and that's why you're... To, yeah, other art. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, like yeah. some more, you know, goal-driven or, you know, it's different kinds right. of things you can do. There's but... no accolades in Aikido, so you don't find that many kind of, those kind of people. Oh, yeah. Um, so Aikido's full, especially musicians. A lot of musicians like to do Aikido because it's rhythmic, and it makes sense, you know? I love to play um, them drums. And then yeah. once you've been around a little while... It's like it becomes your family. You know, it's like it's a group of people you want to see and you, mm -hmm. you, you want to know how their life's going. You know what they're doing. So it's very normal, you know. Yeah, and I think I'm getting into that place right now where I'm experiencing kind of what Josh was talking about earlier, which is, you know, people asking me, like, what is that? Well, why are you spending well, all your night doing that? Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? Hey, you know? hey, hey, come on. Let's My go parents, like, like, kind of not understanding. It's weird because my parents were the ones who put me in it in the first place, you know. Um... And I'm kind of I'm back home. I'm close to them again. And, uh, you know, they're like, how come we never see you? You know, how come you're in class, you know, f four nights a week? That seems like a little excessive. Like, they're concerned. They're actually legitimately a little bit concerned about me. Seems like a little excessive. Yeah, it seems a little bit much, you know, and, and trying to explain I to them. I work five days a week, you would think, you right. know. Like, yep. Right, and that's the thing. Well, that's what they're saying is they're like, well, you already work, you know, eight hours a day. Why, how can you work eight work? hours yeah. a day and then also go to class after? And then, you know, you, you're getting home 8.30 p.m., you know, and haven't even had dinner yet. And it's like, yeah, dude, but I, it's what I like. And right. it's 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 rewarding to me. And, and, like, it's, you know, it's not just that it's I like studying Aikido, that especially, but also, you know, I – it's, it's my outlet for exercise. It's, um, you know, it's my social circle. You know, I have other friends, but it's a big right. part but of my it, social yeah, circle. It is, yeah. And it's, you know, it's um, a way to de-stress and all these other things. And so I think, like, people, I guess, kind of don't get that sometimes. I don't know. It's 
it's like I've built a lot of my life around being able to do that. Well, and partially think, I work so I can do that. I think there's also a certain type of person who um, they don't have anything in their uh-huh. life like this, and so they 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 can't understand it because they don't, mm-hmm. you know, because they have work and they have. Uh, you know, TV or something, or they have work and then they have their couch at home or they have, mm-hmm. and so, and maybe they have some, or going out, you know, they have work and they have like going to the club or right. whatever, or they have, and so they can't understand like having another, uh, something, something you work at, right, mm-hmm. something that you put effort into that doesn't give you anything back other than right. a sense of enjoyment it's funny you know i was saying this earlier but aikido is a or any martial art but aikido is 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 it's a funny endeavor because it's something you totally have to work at but there's nothing uh hedged on it so like you're not going to make any more money if you get better at aikido you're not going to have any more friends you're not going to be more attractive you're not going to you know you're not getting anything material out of it other than your uh, excitement that you just got better at something, you know, like that's all you get out of it. That's all you get. And like, if you're that kind of person, that's awesome. Right. You know, it's like, man, I come here and like, no one's disappointed if I don't get better at Kota Geish, but I want to get better at Kota Geish, you right. know? Mm-hmm. So here's a second, uh, secondary, second question, sort of as a, a follow up. When was the point where you realized like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's not. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> it has to be, right? I well, mean, I mean, yeah, no, like, that's the way I answer everything. Um, yeah, no. So, like, when I got my show done, everyone was really like, um, you're awesome. You know, like, I got a lot of accolades for my show done test. Uh, everyone came and saw it. I thought it was super great. Um, a lot of people who hadn't done martial arts saw it was super great. A lot of people did Aikido were like, man, that was a good test. I watched my show done test probably about six years after I took it, and it was the first time I watched it on video, and uh, it was on VHS, believe it or not, and uh, uh, I thought it kind of stunk. I was like, man, who's that guy? He kind of sucks, you know? <laughs> and so it, it really, like, having that experience really kind of, like, hit me with, you're never as good as you think you yeah, are, you yeah. know? Like, never as good as you think you are. So I, I always have this, like, I always feel like I could be better. And now it's actually kind of the opposite. Usually when I see myself do stuff on a video or something, I'm like, like, hey, that looks pretty good. Because to me, I'm always like picking out what sucks, you know? Um, But I don't know. I mean, like, you know, once people started to, like, look at my stuff and go, oh, that's good. You know, that's probably when I first started feeling like, oh, yes, I'm getting good at this. I remember there was actually there was a moment in San Francisco. I was doing Aikido with a couple Aikido guys in Golden Gate Park. And... There were a bunch of people watching us. We were doing like Giawaza. And um, I remember thinking, I was like a third queue or something. Like, oh, all these people watching think think I'm pretty good at Aikido. Ha ha. And then going like, no, I actually am and pretty right, good at Aikido. Right. That's why they're watching. They're enjoying watching this, you know? And so, I mean, I guess that's probably the first moment that I was like, oh, yeah, hey, look. I remember doing, we were training in the garage. Uh, we were doing some Giawaza stuff. Um, and... Uh, I uh, threw a dude in Sumio Tosh, just put him on the ground. Um, and it was the first time that I, I really, like, that it, that I got the feeling of the Aiki working, per- like, perfectly. I don't know if it was perfect, but it worked, it worked right. And I put him on the ground, and it was awesome. 
And that was the moment for me that I really first started like, oh, okay, I, I understand this feeling. I, I know what this is about. And, yeah. and like that was to me, like, I'm not sure I would say I was good, but I had something, I had a tangible something that I was good at. You know, in that moment, I was good at that, that thing. Right. And I probably am still good at, you know, feeling where that pops up and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I remember that vividly, you know, that, that sudden, that one moment was like, oh yeah, now I, now I, I, I get this or whatever. Um, I wouldn't say I was good. Um, I think it's back and forth for me. Yeah. You know, like there are moments where I'm like, I surprise myself and I'm like, oh, that came off way better than I thought that it would or that I hoped that it would and but I don't know I don't think I'm there yet in terms of thinking but I'm, you know I'm always like ah that could have been better right you know? so I think there are definitely more moments where I go Ugh, you know <laughs> then there are moments when I'm like well that was really awesome I mean there there are moments where I realize like you know if we're doing uh Giawaza or Rondo or something and, and I'm able to keep people in good positionings and whatever. There are moments when I realize, like, oh, yeah, they can't, they, they're not going to get to me. You know? Right. Um, and I don't know if that's me thinking, like, I'm good, but I, I, I know, like, ah, the, I'm doing this thing correctly. Right. But I think there's way more moments of, like, oh, man, that felt like crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I wasn't ready for whatever just happened or yeah. I wasn't as, you know blank as I could have been. Um, I was as blank as I could have been. You know, in the, so in, true. in the middle of, you know, <coughs> realizing like, ah, I'm not he I'm not here in the training. I'm somewhere else and then I have to refocus. Or yeah. um, you know I remember that sort of thing. When I was Uchideshi and um and you know, everyone else there were a lot of Uchideshi in the program when I was when I was doing it at one point. There were like six of us. And um I remember us all talking about the same experience we had where, you know, for like three days, you would be top of the world. Like, man, I'm good. And then for like six bet. days, you'd be a piece of shit. You know, you're why can't I get Aikido? I'm trying so hard and I can't get it, you know? And, Jesus, that's relatable. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Well, I mean, and, and we talk about it and, oh, and all kind of realizing that it's like, um, you know, when you think you suck is when you can see all the stuff you have to get better at. Right, right, right. And, and then you get better at it. And so then it's like, you feel for a couple of days, you feel like, man, I'm so good right. now. And then that's enough and then time better to see to the see stuff. The right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you yeah. know, it's, it's funny, like, especially early on in the training, like, you know, sub, sub Don rank, it's like it, those ups and downs are more extreme. Right. You know, because it's like, Oh shit, I'm so good. Oh God, I suck right, so right, bad. Right. And then as time goes on, it, it levels out more where it's right. like, ah, I could be better, but I'm okay. Right. Right. And that goes on forever. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's where I'm at a lot, is, like, seeing part, I think part of getting better is seeing how much you suck, you know, yeah, like, right, yeah. being able to, because, like, when, you, when you're when you new, you don't even know what you don't know, you know, and yeah. so it's just, like, when you get something, you're like, oh, man, I'm pretty awesome, I'm gonna show right, that right. Nikyo to my right. friends, yeah, you know, I'm gonna the shit out of my right, friends. Right. Like we've can, all done that. I can roll on the concrete. Right, exactly. That's we've when all, I really knew I was good. I we've could. always had that mo I knew I was mo good when I roll on could the roll on Do the, the drunk concrete roll. Roll on the concrete on the road and get back up and be like, what? I'll roll what? right here. What? 
that's when you know you're good. But I think is that like, as I've gotten better, I also see how, where and how much I suck. Yeah. And so like it's, in some ways it's just like oh man, I I know how much that I don't know now, or I know yeah. how, I know exactly where I suck and where that like, and or even worse like I I know, I know what I know. But I also know that, like, I'm not, there, my like, body, it's not in my right, body, right, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I should be doing this coconut that way, but, I know that, but my I body's keep just doing not this, making it happen, right, right. you know? I don't have these as much anymore, but, um, I used to always hate the ones when, like, I would know I sucked, but I didn't know why, so, yeah. you know, like, I couldn't even, yeah. you know, like, at least if you can understand, like, oh, I'm just not doing this right and I need to fix it, right. but, like, when it's like, I have no clue right, as to right. why I'm he, bad at this. My, my instructor is telling me <clears> something. That I have no understanding of how yes. to even look, you know, like. Okay. I got so frustrated in Saber the other day. <laughs> that was exactly the situation. Was like you're telling me how to fix it, but I still don't right, get right. it. I just I don't, don't get it. I just don't worst. get it. Yeah, that's the worst. No matter how you phrase it, I'm just not getting it, and I feel <laughs> so dumb right now. But yeah. those are the, yeah, you know, but again, those are the moments when, like, those, the light bulb moments, you know, when you're like, uh, yeah, that's what makes it so rewarding. So was Super there, rewarding. was there a specific moment, uh, when you real, like, had one of those light bulb moments where it was like, um, oh yeah, this is, I know. So I'm thinking specifically, I, I can't remember if it was my, I think it might've been my sixth Q test. Um. And I passed, you know. I, it was definitely a, a passable test, but uh, passable. It was, yeah. Um, but it wasn't like I could see in doing the test as the test was progressing on, like where all of the flaws were and where I needed to work at. And I feel like that. Then there was like a big jump after that for me because it was suddenly like, oh yeah, okay, duh. Um, Hmm. Do you, you guys ever had a, a, a moment of like, uh, not quite an epiphany, I, I'm not sure, I don't think it was like that clear, but it was definitely like, I left, I was done with the test, and like there was a sense of accomplishment because I passed whatever, but it was more like, oh yeah, now, now I can really start working on these things. Um, I think for me it was like, I, it was a realization, it was a kind of a different realization, but was a long time ago it was I was in high school and I think it might have been before you took over the dojo Chris um but he's greedily eating some spaghetti right it's now. great <laughs> he's um, checked out of this conversation for a little bit all he sees he'll, is spaghetti he'll come back in <laughs> and it could give him a couple minutes um and I came to class, but it was one of those, like, reluctant, I came to class. Yeah, I mean, you're there, you know, but you're I not was in high school, yet. so maybe my parents dropped me off. I wasn't driving yet. So, like, I kind of didn't want to be there. Um, I, yeah, I was very reluctant. So, like, I was just really tired, but, like, my body was really relaxed because I was so tired. Oh, sorry, my phone is going off. <laughs> um, and I was just, like, so tired that I was really relaxed. And, like, I just was one of the best classes that I had had up to that point oh. like I everything that I did was just like I kind of not lazy but like just so chilled out that like I was able to just let stuff happen because I think for me one of the biggest problems that I have personally is just just overthinking everything and 
thinking too much when I need to just like just react um, or act, I guess. Um, and so for me, it was like a real light bulb moment in that like, and I remember my teacher saying to me um, like, wow, you, you were doing, I mean, you know, you just, your IT's great tonight, you know, like you just you look really good tonight. And I was like, that's funny. I feel real tired and just kind of like, Ugh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be here. I might rather be napping on that couch over there. <laughs> um, but it was cool because afterwards I was like, what was that? How did that, right. why did that feel so, like, why did everything kind of just come off pretty easily? And it was because I just kind of, like, wasn't trying to force myself to, like, squeeze every last bit out of it or something. I was just there. I, w I just kind of, you know, I was just present. Um, I think so for me, like, realizing in that moment that that's, the best kind of training that I can have personally and it's the hardest for me you know that's yeah. one of my biggest challenges is being able to get the most out of it that I can by being as present, present. as I possibly yeah. can you know that's it um but awesome yeah <coughs> uh let's see so we're getting up on our time here it looks like and we got is there anything I mean I feel like this was uh, a different podcast for us, but I think it's cool. Um, yeah, we meandered about around a little more. It was casual. We were making food. And... I like having conversations. But I and again, I, I think in the reason that I thought this would be a good episode to do is because I feel like these are um, and as we have proven in the podcast, they're, these are universal things that happen to people who train. I mean, yeah. it's not like um, you know this is this is happening in a vacuum somewhere. I think everyone can kind of relate to some of these experiences where it's like um you know you realize oh my god like you know <laughs> you can't get it out of your head and you're dreaming about it at night or whatever yeah. hey that's a good so any aikido dreams anyone aikido dreams definitely I, well i've had like weapons dreams and yeah. like i had one the other night i was <laughs> searching for a spear i had to spear someone that's awesome <laughs> that's great <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what's funny? I have the most mundane dreams on earth now. When I was a kid, I used to always be fighting someone yeah, or something, yeah. you know. And I used to have the most mundane dreams <laughs> now. now. It's like, like, I'm like it's like, oh, taxes. they ran out of my sauce that I like to buy at the store. And I, the, <laughs> in the dream, I'm like, damn, that that sauce was good. I wish they'd bring that back. And then I wake up and I'm like, they didn't discontinue <laughs> they didn't the sauce. My it's awesome. <laughs> All right, so um, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our Patreon uh, members again, our patrons. Patreon patrons. Patreon patrons again, because we always like to do that at the end or beginning of the episodes. This time it's going to be at the end. <laughs> Maya's going to read the list. Here we go. We have Grant Templin, Jim Sullivan, Warwick Dean, Matt Riley, and Lenny Acuna. Yeah. Thank, you Thank you guys so very much, much, guys. We and, really appreciate it. And thanks again to everyone uh, who listens. Uh, yeah, everyone who listens. It's awesome. Yeah. They're like, I don't know who these people are because you're not our Patreon. You don't you don't send us comments, so I don't know who you are. But there are people. There's like 32 people. I'm pretty sure 32 or 34 is the number. All the time. They listen all right away. And so like, I can always look and I'm like, oh, you're 32 people again. So it's like, I know a bunch of you are listening on a well, 30, 32 to me. Is, yeah, that's a big class. Decent. I always think of it like a class. Right. I'm like, 32 people 32 in class? People. That's a good sized class. I couldn't man. fit 32 people in my apartment. So, um, so <laughs> yeah, so thanks for listening. We appreciate yeah. it. And uh, um, send us some, some feedback yeah. so we know what's Hopefully going on. Hopefully, this is good for you. Yeah, if this episode sucked and let us know, or if it was fantastic, yeah. let us know. Don't like, ever do if yeah. You, yeah, if you need to uh, send us a message saying, hey, uh, the spaghetti noises were over the top tonight, right. please stop. 
I had someone the other day, I don't know who the hell it was. Um, they were they were talking to me and they were they said something about the podcast. I was like, Oh, you listen to the podcast? And I go, like, Yeah. And he said, Man, I love that one at Denny's. I just oh, felt like yeah. I was right there at Denny's with you. And it, they kept talking about it. And I was like, I guess that was really good. Like, I mean, right. to me it was like we had time to podcast at Denny's or not podcast. Right. So that's what we did. <laughs> Do you know how much I stressed out? I was like, the background noise, it's going to be gonna horrible. Be the worst. It stressed me out a lot, and then it sounded great. Yeah. So I'm glad for that. Directional mic. I tell you, it's ma- magic. magic. Yeah. You can do these podcasts anywhere. Yeah. That's right. Say, say the children. The yeah. Kids. Maybe the Magic Mountain one wasn't the best just because of the roller coasters and the screaming in the background, but. I think everything was good except for Andre. Andre. <laughs> this chick Andre. was yelling. Andre. She just kept yelling. Andre. <laughs> So you can go back and listen to that one if you want. Yeah. And, uh, Are we going to put all those on? Wait, let's listen, put them all on, please. Listen, listen out. What does that mean, put them all on? Like, put Make them on sure they're all can we archived. Put them, can we put them on SoundCloud? When we get $15 a month, we can put them all on SoundCloud. Oh we have God. $9 a oh month. Oh, my God. All right. I'll, I'll pay the extra. Okay, so you is. already hear Maya said she's paying the rest. <laughs> so if they're not on SoundCloud, you know who to blame. All right, there you go. I have $6, probably. Every month. All right. I hope. <laughs> so that is it for Take us for this Take it out of my dues. No, now I'm losing money. How did I get roped into paying for it? That's what I said in the first place. I said, I don't want to get roped into paying for anything. That's what I said. Fair enough. That is true. That's fine. I'll do it. You, right. you heard it here, guys. There you go. Um, <laughs> no, that's it. We're done. Okay. We should have yeah. probably pushed stop before pushed stop this. But okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.